The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour With your hosts Joe Bob Ah, you're awful And A.J. Appleton Sin Shu Chu Mouthful Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net and writer over at So-Called Fantasy Experts. AJ Applegarth is my co-host. He will be joining us as soon as he gets his microphone working. He just texted me and said he's having some difficulties with that. Uh, So we'll get going here without him. Um, Apologize up front. I'm running... A little late today, so kind of last minute put this together. So we're going to kind of wing it a little bit, uh, but I think we'll be all right. We've we've got plenty to talk about, um, and I think there's AJ. AJ, you there? Mm, no. Okay. Well, we're just going to have to go without him. I think he tried to use his phone, and we all know that that doesn't work. So we're going to have to try something else. Anyway, um, yeah, so it's been a crazy seven days. Um, AJ, you there? Yeah, for now. (laughs) Uh, Restart your computer. That would be my suggestion. All right, I can do that. Yeah. Um, Um, Yeah, so... What I was saying here is it's been a pretty wacky seven days, man. It was like pretty much the day after, or was it even the, was it the night or yeah, it was the next day. It was the day after our podcast last week. Um, like just, man, excuse my French here, but shit started going down, man. Like it was nuts for the next, like, seven days it's just been absolutely insane uh i i I don't even know like (laughs) it's it's hard to explain i mean obviously i'll start out with the older news you know we don't have to cover this much because obviously everybody has covered it to death at this point and we're a little late to the game with it because while it happened the day after our podcast and that's the shot watson injury You know, I'm sitting there coming home from work, and people are texting, going, Deshaun Watson tore his ACL, what? And I'm going, no, that's a joke, right? Like, that doesn't happen in week 10 during practice, or week week 9 during practice, does it? Like, you don't practice that hard anymore. And, uh, well, sure as can be, it definitely happened. And, um, you know, as a... Lamar Miller, DeAndre Hopkins, and especially Will Fuller owner in multiple leagues, I wasn't thrilled. Um, Dude, Deshaun Watson was a beast, man. Like, I don't know any other way to say it. Uh, You know, that that was really a shame to see Deshaun Watson go down and yeah, look, Fuller's 
Fuller's value, in my opinion, is shot. I mean, like he was basically a product of Watson being able to just chuck it downfield and make plays like he was able to do and get the separation uh, or, you know, kind of extend plays and let Fuller get open. I don't know if that's going to happen anymore. And we, clearly we saw how bad Fuller can be with Savage last week. Um, Hopkins was still good, though. And Miller, I feel like, was okay. He wasn't great, but he wasn't – there wasn't anything to be like excited about. Um, so yeah, the whole offense is going to struggle though. I mean, they, come on, it was the Colts. They, you know, these these guys kind of struggled against the Colts. So that that's going forward. I'm not excited about the Texans' offense. It's really a shame. He was going to probably win Rookie of the Year as he should have. Uh, now it's probably just going to default to Kareem Hunt if he can stay healthy. So that was a big blow there. Um, do we still have you, AJ? I know you have issues with your phone. Yeah, I'm on. I mean, okay. it'll probably cut out again in a minute. But, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I picked up Watson in my 14-team league, you know, like Ooh. right before he started getting hot. And then I had to go out and grab – somebody for the bye week and I I want to say that I was lucky enough to grab Goff and then I was like alright well that, that'll be okay I can deal with that and then next thing I know it's like boom he's injured I was like oh, oh great great now now yeah, what that, doing? yeah it was pretty unbelievable the way that we all went down it just was like the, like you don't hear that is what I was saying. I don't know if yeah. you heard me saying that or not, but like, yeah. you just don't get injuries like that in the middle of the week, especially to a quarterback. Like, I feel like quarterbacks don't do a lot of running in the middle of the week. I I don't know. Um, just kind of wacky. So I mean, you got that, and then we hear, oh, guess what? Ezekiel Elliott's not actually suspended. I'm going to spend about 15 seconds talking about this because I'm tired of it. Um, so he's not, he obviously wasn't suspended last week and he destroyed it again um, on the field. Now we're going to actually hear, I guess for real, maybe I have no idea. I don't co I don't care anymore. I just don't care. Um, Thursday. So tomorrow we're supposed to get a ruling from the judge saying whether or not he's actually going to be suspended or whatnot. And we will go from there. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. The one thing that I will say out of all of this is I don't know if Darren McFadden's really going to be the guy anymore. I really started losing faith in Darren McFadden being the guy later in the week as the week went on and Zeke was still suspended. You were hearing that, yes, of course, we knew Alfred Morris was going to get the initial job and then the initial shot. But I think we all kind of, everybody kind of thinks that Alfred Morris isn't really going to be able to hold that and be like the man. Uh, the guy that I'm kind of more interested in now is Rod Smith. Um, yeah. You know, he's, he's a younger guy. He, he, I want to say he played pretty well in the preseason. Um, and they were saying he was the number two. And that McFadden was the 
clear number three. So that's a little bit different than what I was thinking all along. Now, I do still own McFadden in a couple of leagues because I snagged him in a couple of leagues last week. And I was just like, well, whatever. I'll just hold on to him for one more week. Like, there's nothing on the waiver wire anyway. So I just figured I'd just hold on to him. But <clears throat> that's about as much as I want to talk about that situation. Um, yeah. We'll get into some of the – yeah, I mean, we'll get into some of the, the craziness that ensued on Sunday a little bit later, but um, want to talk about two more pieces of news, not fantasy-related, but one sad, one kind of interesting that I just kind of want to hear opinions on. Um, start with the sad news first, and that's obviously Roy Halladay, um, had a plane crash. Uh, it was like a two. It was like a two-seater plane went down. I want to say Monday. Um, oh, it was yes. It was yesterday. Was it just yesterday, yesterday afternoon? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. My, dude, uh, like, I was. Yeah, I went across my Twitter feed, man, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, this dude. If you, if, for some of you who are listening, if you did not get to watch this guy pitch, like go watch YouTube highlights. He is incredible. This guy was clearly one of the best pitchers ever. When he was healthy, healthy was health was always an issue for this guy, especially later later in his career. Ultimately, ended his career like he just couldn't come back. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, my dad called me to let me know, and I, I was still at work when he called, so I didn't pick up and was like in the middle of stuff. And you know, then I listened to his message, and I, I loved Roy Halladay. I I mean, I was a fan of his when he was in Toronto, but as soon as he came to Philly and, and I will say I was, I was kind of upset with the trade to begin with because they got rid of Cliff Lee, who I was also a huge fan of and loved when he came to Philly. But, you know, I, I felt like they didn't really get a good return for Lee when they traded him in general uh, or traded for him. They, they like gave up nothing and got him or something. And then, they they get rid of him and bring in Roy Halladay, who was just a machine. I mean, the the guy would be mad at himself for the smallest imperfection in a pitch or, or a missed location that maybe not even resulted in like a home run or something. But, you know, if he would miss a pitch, he would just be just mad at himself and he would just work and get it right you know the very next pitch it's kind of um, like I mean, today's max scherzer y- like, yeah kind of uh, reminds me of that honestly he's he's just a, a perfectionist he was you know the ultimate teammate from everything that i've read and you know from everything i'd seen from him being in philly um you know, I, I went out and took him third overall the year that he came to Philly in 2010. And I, you know, no offense to the the LGBT community here, but I named my team Homo for Halliday because I was so in, enamored by this guy. And, like, he was just so awesome to me. And I won the championship that year. And everybody laughed at me. And it was a pitcher-heavy league that I've talked about numerous times, but everybody oh, was yeah. like, 
what are you doing wasting your third pick on a pitcher already and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this is why, because this league goes towards pitching. And I told him in the draft room, I will win the championship because of this pick watch. And I did. And I mean, (laughs) that wasn't the only reason I won. I was made a plenty of other savvy moves and good draft picks that panned out um, and some luck along the way, of course. But I mean, the guy was just a consummate professional. Everything he did was in a professional manner. You never heard anything about him with character issues. You never had to worry about any of that crap with him because you knew what you were getting. And and it was sad to watch him, you know, the last few years of his career in Philly being hurt and and just not being able to be the pitcher that he was and you know, it, it sucked having to watch it, and it's a huge, huge loss for baseball in general, um, and it's a huge loss for humanity. I mean, he was just a great guy. You know, he would go out and do anything for anybody. He was super charitable in the community. You know, he lived for his wife and his two boys. You know, so you know, my my thoughts are definitely with his family and and all of his former teammates and. You know, just any fan of the game that appreciated what he brought to the game. Yeah, he'll definitely be missed, man. And like you know, like you're saying, I mean, the last couple of years were were shame. I, I mean, I remember like the last couple of years that he was still an active player and he was always hurt and he started the season hurt. Like I would draft him just thinking, like, oh man, if he could come back. And it yep. just never worked. And I finally had to give up on it. It was a sad day to like finally hit the cut button. Um, but yeah, because I was I was a huge fan of fan of his, and I was really just kind of hoping he could come back. But this never happened. Uh, so moving on from <clears throat> from some sad news to some interesting news. I kind of heard rumors that this was going to be happening, but. Um, Twitter is now going to allow you to use 240 characters. Good news for people like you who like to talk a lot. But uh, yeah. I kind of I kind of don't like this. And I've looked at like my timeline and people are actually using like the full 240 characters. It looks weird. Like it's just it's too much. Like Twitter was always good because like short and sweet. Boom, you could just like run through a billion things in 30 seconds, you know, but now it's like, everything's really long and I don't know. I don't really like it. I mean, I, I mean, obviously I know there's advantages to it, but I mean, come on, Twitter did really well with 140 characters. Like what was the point? Yeah. I, I, I kind of like it. I, I think there, there, could have been a happier medium between the 240 um, and and Maybe what is 200? it now? 140, 140? Is that what it was beforehand? Or 160 yeah. or something? 140. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, for me, it's like, it's nice. I would like to have maybe 20 to 30 more characters when I'm writing just our promos for the show. Because I'm cutting down and yeah. the, you know, the the shift seven 
Uh, I'm coming, you know, coming in with night with N I T E. Like I'm just struggling <laughs> to shrink words down and make, you know, make it still make sense and whatever. But obviously, you know, I'm a grammatical freak, and and it kills me to have to do that um, because I look right. at it and know that it's wrong, and it bothers me. So uh, for for that aspect alone i i think that it's nice but it's like you know now we're gonna get away from hey i had a ham sandwich with a side of tuna and then they're gonna add detail that's unnecessary which i'm very good at probably doing it right now um you know i also had three beers and and a bag of cheetos you know that's the the added nonsense that's going to come from this. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of unnecessary stuff. I saw somebody today posted, obviously they're just screwing around, but they posted like the number pi, Mm -hmm. and but they wrote out 240 characters of it, or digits of it, just because they could. (laughs) And like, I don't know. It's just, eh. They may sound old, but just leave it the way it is. Like, it was fine. Just leave it the way it is. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think... Gonna, like, people are going to complain that 240 is not enough, so they're going to up it to, like, 360. Like, well, it's just going to keep rest. going like, up, and then it's going to be like, hey, guess what? Go to Facebook. You know, right, like, exactly. Exactly. Like, your paragraph They already there. don't like, penalize you now for, I think, pictures don't count toward it or like oh no 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 i know what it is if you don't if you tag people in your picture you can like infinitely tag people so uh, if you want to like add a media clip or something to it or like say you were like tag somebody in there you know how you at people in your tweet like that counts yeah. toward your characters but if you do like a picture and then add people to the picture to like tag them, it doesn't count. So you can, if you want to like bitch and complain to a hundred people directly, you can alerted. They get like, you know, whatever about it. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm actually deathly afraid of who a certain somebody is going to abuse that with. And we all know who I'm talking about. Um, he already abuses Twitter, but now we've given him an extra 100 characters to say even more ridiculously stupid stuff. So, awesome. They should somehow put reduce him to 40 characters. Um, I wish they could. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, wanted to just bring that news out. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Something going to change, change things. Um, well, yeah, now people are going to waste more time on Twitter because they're reading more stuff. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I, like I said, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of it, but it is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so back to the craziness. Um, Sunday morning, dude, I, I, you know, most Sundays I like to try and get a workout in right before lunchtime get my lunch, sit down and watch some football, right? So I'm doing my workout, 
It's 1130. I'm thinking, ah, oh, you know, everything's good. Everybody's I kind of I felt like I felt good. Like I knew who was active. I knew who was going to be playing. I was like, there might be like one or two, like, all right, maybe I'll swap, you know, this guy will get announced inactive randomly just cause, but it wasn't like anybody big. So I was like, yeah, who cares? And then boom, Zach Ertz. I was like, what? And I've got Zach Ertz on three of my six teams. Oh. Yeah, you know who my replacement was in all three of those teams? Ed Dixon. Mm. Big, fat zero. Literally. Nice. Got me nothing. Um, and then Leonard Fournette. Inactive. A healthy scratch. Why? Because he violated team rules. And somehow... The Cincinnati Bengals are bad enough to still get beat by almost 20 points. Uh, God, they're bad. And, uh, you know, I don't know, man. That That's the only league I still won this week. I went one in five this week. It was bad. Like, really, really, really bad. Uh, all my teams. Just, five. Dude, my team's just completely shat to bed. Like, completely. Um is just a combination of bye week hell, just bad matchups, you know, bound to happen. Um, plus, I also played a bunch of guys that like scored 150 points. So, what are you gonna do? Um, and I'm not even kidding. Like almost everybody I played up played against scored at least over 130 points. Like that's tough. That's tough to win <laughs> against. Um, but no, my teams didn't stand a chance. They all did really bad. Um, and then. You know, this one wasn't big news. Like, it didn't really matter because I don't think anybody is starting him, but Jeremy Hill was out. So you had to, you then had to like readjust and go, oh, well, wait, maybe I should play Joe Mixon. Um, and actually, I did. I swapped him in in one of my leagues. It still didn't matter. Um, but, you know, and, you know, you, you wrote down this, and I didn't even think of this when I was doing it because I was just thinking about Sunday, but, you know, Calvin Benjamin was like a late scratch on Thursday, but, and that was like a really late scratch. I feel like that was like 30 minutes before the game. I just happened to see on Twitter that Calvin Benjamin wasn't actually going to play. So, yeah, I somewhat to be I thought it, like I thought I'd heard like all day and even the day before that that he was going to actually play. So I was kind of surprised to not hear him play. I mean, I didn't think he was going to after he got traded because it was a Thursday night game, but then after you hear all week that he's going to to get scratched 30 minutes before the game, like that seems kind of odd. Um Tyrod still uh, had himself a game, though, even though oh, for at least Tyrod for fantasy purposes. Awesome at least for Zay fantasy Jones purposes. finally had a game. I mean, yeah, that was nice but he got to see. Cause, yeah, I know. Uh, but it was it was nice to see. It's like, okay, well, finally this guy is, uh, you know, stepping up and doing something here. But, yeah, I don't – man, I, I don't know if uh, – I don't know what to make of it. It's like, I feel like they're, the NFL is finding ways to screw with fantasy people this year. Like these late scratches, um, you've got just all the injuries in general. Not that I think that's uh, something that the NFL is behind, but, um, you know, that screws things up. 
but you look back at at uh, you know two guys that came out and actually said something about it in David Johnson, you know, right after he got injured and said, you know, I don't care about your fantasy team. You know, I care about being healthy and this and that. And then Richard Sherman came out and made comments about it. Um, you know, and, and obviously Richard Sherman's been outspoken about many different things. Some people don't, don't like him because of it, you know, um, but Hey, the, he's got a point. I mean, I read his article and I kind of thought, ah, man, this guy's just running his mouth again. But he comes out and says, you know, these are real people. You know, we're out here trying to make a living and, and you know, feed our families and this and that. And all we hear about on Twitter and, and shows is, oh, man, my, my guy got injured and now my fantasy team is screwed. And he's like, you know, forget your fantasy team. But And it's right, and it kind of made me take a look, step back and look at things a little differently. Obviously, I'm still going to play fantasy sports. That's not going to change. But, you know, it, the, the comment that he made was that fantasy sports dehumanizes players and, and, and takes that aspect away. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they're just, they're just numbers really on paper does. now. Yeah, and and that's... That really is a, you know, forgive me, real shitty way to think about people, <laughs> but yeah. we all do it. You know, we're all guilty of it, and it's not going to change. People are, aren't just going to give up playing fantasy sports because a couple of athletes don't like it or whatever. But how many of these athletes actually do go out and play fantasy? I guarantee you that there's a huge percentage of them that, that are playing Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, a bunch of them do, but I mean, look, I I feel like I've said this before on the show, but I'll I'll say it again. I mean, some of the stuff you read on Twitter when, like, said player doesn't score or doesn't have a good game or, God forbid, actually, you know, gets hurt, you know, and then gives you two points for the game instead of the 12 you wanted – these people attack them. And, yeah. and like, I remember when Anthony Davis, it was like the, what was it? He got hurt in the second game of the season this year in basketball. Um, I, I'm an Anthony Davis owner. And I mean, look, I already know, fully know, as I own him, as an owner of him in fantasy basketball, I, I know he's going to get hurt. He's going to miss like 10 to 12 games, if not 15. That's just, how it works with him. I took on that risk. But people were on Twitter like, F you, Anthony Davis, you're going to ruin my DFS night. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. I hope you rot in hell. It's like, holy crap, dude. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with you people? I'm sorry, yeah. but if you're one of those people, you really need to look in the mirror <clears throat> and evaluate your life. Because, you have serious problems if you're yelling at somebody for getting injured and ruining your fantasy night. Like, it's a game. You're talking about somebody who got hurt playing a real sport, and that injury, you do not know how serious it could have been. I mean, it's just insane how crazy people get about it, and they attack people. 
and I mean, this is one of the things I I loathe about Twitter is that you're just hiding behind a keyboard. You know, there's there's nothing to it. Like, yeah, sure. When he got hurt, I was pissed. I wasn't like pissed at him. I was just pissed that he got hurt. Like, damn it, that sucks. Because now I'm gonna get, you know, I think he got like two points on a rebound before he got hurt, and I was like, no, nah, that sucks. Um, but I wasn't like, screw you, Anthony Davis. You're a horrible human being for getting hurt. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the worst thing in the world to say. Like, how can you even think that? Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't understand. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's. I feel like we're going to get even it, more of that with Twitter. Like, people are just going to – going back to Twitter, oh, they're yeah. just going to get even more of that. It's just crazy. But, yeah, well, so we – everybody, everybody wants to hide behind their keyboard and mouse and screen and be a freaking tough guy and this and that. And it's like – Oh, yeah. You act smarter than you are. You? And, yeah. Yep. But – yeah, so you know, getting back to the the main topic here, we had those late inactives. Those were pretty, just pretty crazy. Like I, I don't know, they were just I, very, very, very unexpected. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully you survived them. But dude, then we had the Sunday games. This was one of the worst Sundays for football. I actually fell asleep on the couch watching football on Sunday because the games were awful. I mean, the Rams beat the Giants by over 30 points. Um, the Eagles beat the Broncos by more almost almost 30 points. And when I say they beat them by like almost 30 points, it wasn't like 30 to 3, right? Like the Rams and the Eagles put up 50, they put a 50 spot on both of those teams. And the Broncos, like, what the hell is going on with the Broncos? Like, I feel like the defense is just like, fine, you guys aren't going to give us a quarterback. We're not going to play. They looked bad. Like, I, I, I had them in one league. I picked them up, like, four weeks ago because somebody dropped them because of a bye week or something. I was like, oh, yeah. hell yeah, I'm picking up Denver's defense. I dropped them this week. I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to go back to streaming defenses in that league. Denver's not getting it done. And this week they got New England? No thanks. If yeah. the Eagles can put up See, 50, uh... man, Denver's going to – New England's going to be able to put up at least like 35 on them. Like, uh-uh. I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. Uh, I mean, the quarterback situation is just awful. I mean, they keep getting put in bad spot after bad spot. I mean, the defense is on the field for two-thirds of the game. They're exhausted. Um the Rams, though, man. What do you think about the Rams' offense? They look good. They look scary good, dude. <laughs> I mean, Jared Goff. I wish I Why did Why did the Redskins fire Jay Gruden and let Sean McVay be their head coach? Like, he was so much better of an option. Clearly. <laughs> they should have. I mean, shit. I mean, not, no. I don't, Gr- I don't like Jay Gruden. No, 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 no. Jay Gruden's a bad I, coach, dude. Terrible clock management. Time and time again, he's an idiot. Uh, no yeah, running game. I don't game. think he's a horrible coach. I think there's definitely worse choices out there. 
He's got a lot of talent on that team, and I think it's just mismanagement. So it is. That's why I'm guess saying that's a, a nice way. Nice way to say that uh, he's a bad coach. Then cool. I was going to say you just uh, said mismanagement. What's your one job as a head coach to manage your team? <laughs> hmm. All right, he's a horrible coach. Jeez, get off my. <laughs> um, yeah, man, but dude. Uh, I, and look, when you look at that Eagles game, I want to go back to that game real quick. When you look at that Eagles game, they put up 50 without Zach Ertz. Like, oh my God. Could you have imagined how many, like how much better it would have been with Ertz there? Like, what? That's the thing. It's like, it, it, you look at this team and, you know, before there was a Zach Ertz, there was a Brent Selleck and Brent Selleck was a, a, a good tight end. He was a great possession guy but he was also a great blocker and that's why he hasn't had his number called as much this year i mean hell trey burton has has seen more routes i feel like than than selick has but selick came out you know hot in that game and and he was the go-to immediately you know taking over for Ertz, and he had a lot of good plays um burton ended up with the touchdown which almost got called back and and I was listening to the Eagles broadcast on Sirius for the game and uh you know both guys Merrill Reese and, and uh I can't think of the other guy that that does it with them right now name escapes me but they were both like yeah this is we think this is getting called back and you know and then they came out and said oh touchdowns confirmed well, yeah so I think like, a lot of Okay. A lot of people well, thought it was going to be like a repeat of uh, who had a t- touchdown called back. Uh, I know which one you're talking about, but it, um, it was like the exact same catch. Everybody thought. Um, I, I'm well, totally Dad, blanking on. Ed had one a couple years ago. No, no, it was it was just like it was just like a week ago. Oh no, it was the. Safarian um, Jenkins. It was also yeah, it was also Safarian Jenkins. I was gonna say, was that the Thursday night game? Like they called, they called like pass interference on him or something. It was like, and he touched the guy in the shoulder or something. That was pretty stupid. But it was like the same yeah. thing. I don't know. Um, anyway, we have a caller here. It's not me, I promise. I don't. Think. I know. I know. You're not calling <laughs> in from a different phone. No idea. Hi. Who's this? How you doing, guys? What's going on, man? Hello. We all we all know yeah, this, nice this is Richard Seville, um, writer for content manager of his fantasy six pack and uh, host of the Fantasy Edge. Uh, what's going on, man? So, what do you think of this? Uh, these these Eagles and Rams blowouts, man. Well, actually, you know, you're going to get these weeks. I mean, it always happens every year. You get these you get these games that. Uh, that are blowouts. Um, there was a lot of them. I think what what did you mention about four of them? But I think the thing that highlighted the week to me is that it was more like UFC than NFL this past. Oh week. right, yeah. There was all going to get to that too. Fighting going on in, in the games this weekend. I mean, uh, Green getting kicked out, you know, and uh, oh, Ramsey. Dude, out. how did he not get suspended? By the way. <laughs> How did Green not get suspended? He literally threw punches. Yeah, I don't understand that. 
And then Mike Wait, Evans got suspended. We didn't even get suspended. into that. I know. Well, I was going to – it was on my things to yeah. talk about, but I just hadn't written it down. Um, oh, that's what I mean. We wouldn't even get to it yet. But, yeah, oh, but you didn't I mean, write it on the Okay. I know. I just didn't write it. I didn't write anything down this week. I just all have it in my head, which is bad. Uh, but – yeah, I don't know, man. It was it was a wacky week, man, and I did not come out on the good end of it. <laughs> I had a pretty bad week all around, so hoping for better times ahead. So, still in good shape in a lot of was, my leagues. Uh, What's up? The best part was when that baby got the the football from Ted Ginn. I thought that was really neat. No, I'm, um, I'm, I'm Ted Ginn scored a touchdown. He did a Lambo leap, and he gave the baby the football, and he's crying and everything. And later on, he was happy. So it was. Yeah, okay. I thought it was kind of. Yeah, you always like to see that kind of stuff, but. Uh... It wasn't all fights and everything, but I kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. It's. I mean, yeah, so we, the Rams, the Eagles, New Orleans beat Tampa by 20. I mean, Tampa Bay, man, they look – they they're in trouble, dude. Tampa Bay, Winston is uh, banged up. They're going back to New York this week with uh, Fitzmagic. It, maybe it's a little revenge game. We'll see. I'm not counting on it. And no Mike Evans, by the way. Because Mike Evans actually got suspended for whatever the hell he did, I missed it. Uh, I saw the AJ Green fight, but uh, yeah, I mean, Evans was so he like ran all the way across the field and jumped in because Jameis Winston was actually over instigating this whole thing, and like I guess. Uh, I guess Evans thought, you know, he he needed to jump in and protect his quarterback, which I have no problem with protecting your quarterback and whatnot. But Jameis wasn't even in the play. He's on the freaking sideline, like poking at this guy or something, and and instigating this whole thing. And then Evans just comes over and like slams into him or something. I, I'm trying to. I, I didn't watch the actual footage of it. I'm just trying to remember how I heard it, you know, expressed yeah, I, on, I totally on Sirius this morning. But, like I said, I yeah. actually fell asleep watching the early games, so it's possible I just missed it. I woke up and was like, oh, Mike Evans is kicked out too. Cool, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. The games were so awful this weekend. I just passed out on the couch, man. Um, yeah, well, it wasn't good, so. No, the games were so bad. Even, like, the close games were, like, 10 to 3 and I was like, "Eh." <laughs> Just Yeah, there I mean the, there was a handful of the of these games that were pretty close, but I mean these blowouts were just they just got ugly. And, I mean, and ugly fast. I mean the the Philly game just got way out of hand real quick. I mean, we were coming back from PA actually, so I was listening to it and then we stopped to pick the dogs up and I think it was like they had just gotten the first touchdown or something. Or that I think I can't I can't remember if they did field goal and then touchdown. Man. No, Denver got Three, field goal. Hit. They got touchdown. And then I came back out and I saw the little ticker on it. And it was like seventeen to to three. And I was like, what What the hell happened? I was inside they the, had the dogs five minutes. Went through three touchdowns 
before like nine minutes into the second quarter left. Yeah. I'm like, That's oh my god! Phenomenal. And I actually, as soon as Wentz went down or Ertz went down, I actually contemplated starting Matt Ryan over Wentz this week. And thankfully, I talked myself out of it. I was like, nah, I can't do it. Uh, I just don't like. And Ryan had a decent game, so it wouldn't have been a terrible decision. But uh, Wentz was absolutely the right call. Um, yeah. But I don't know, man. There um, were some. Uh, there were some big plays, though. Uh, that Tyreek Hill touchdown at the end of the half against the Cowboys was spectacular. That was like an inside-the-park uh, home run, if, you know, because that's sort of like a – that's the Chiefs' version of a Hail Mary. At the, I, that was spectacular. I really – so it wasn't short of some great plays like that, I have to say. The craziest play all weekend – absolutely craziest maybe dumbest play all weekend the T.Y. Hilton touchdown the one where he dove over the Houston player and then like he just sat there for a second got up and ran and nobody touched him nobody yeah Yeah, I was like I was watching and I'm like did that really just happen and yeah absolutely he just nope that was I've I don't think I've ever actually seen anything quite like that in, in the NFL. I mean, even the announcers were like shocked. It was pretty crazy. I don't know, man. Anyway, Richard, we uh, we need to get going with the show. We kind of have a um, trying to yeah, I know. trying to I know. get these two hours. So, uh, you got any parting right. words before you go, or? Be sure to uh, check out the uh, Fantasy Edge on Friday, and uh, Kevin and I will be there with uh, with Tyler Thompson and Streamomatic and uh, Alex Hamrick with his starts and sits of the week. So be sure to catch that. Guys, have a good show, and I'll take care, and I'll talk to you guys soon, eh? Take care. All right. Thanks for Sounds calling good. in. Yeah. Hey, Richard. Okay, bye-bye. Anyway, that was, uh, again, that was Richard Seville, content manager over Fantasy Six Pack. Uh, make sure you check all his stuff out and uh, his podcast, which gets posted up on Friday as well. Anyway, let's uh, let's move through the rest of this here. Uh, injury news. It's weird. There's not a lot, but it's actually kind of a lot of big names. So, of course, we talked about this one isn't injury-related, but Mike Evans is, is suspended. Jameis Winston is probably going to miss a couple of games here with a shoulder injury. He looked bad. Uh, before going out again, he got slammed on that shoulder um, on Sunday and just he couldn't come back in. So we're going to get Fitzpatrick, as we mentioned. Um, DeMarco Murray is dealing with a knee injury, among other things. I mean, this guy is just hurt everywhere. I feel like they should just sit him for a game and just get healthy. Like, don't keep him – keep playing – keep having him play through these injuries. He needs to get healthy. Um, they're saying he's probably going to play. So it is what it is. I mean, if he's out there, I feel like you've got to use him. You probably don't have much better options. It just sucks because he's just not effective right now. Not, not really effective right now. Uh, the Redskins, Jordan Reed and Jameson Crowder, uh, both deal with hamstrings in hamstring injuries. They both 
did work on the side today, like individual drills. So that's good news, but they didn't officially, I guess it's not, I don't know if that's considered an official practice or not, but they did run. I suppose that's good. Um, but keep an eye out on their, on their status for week 10. Couple New England players here. Chris Hogan's dealing with a shoulder injury. Still keeping him out of practice, so it's not a good sign. I'm kind of betting he does not play. Uh, Denny Amendola is probably going to play. So if Hogan's out, Amendola's stock goes up pretty significantly there uh, without Hogan. Uh, Des Bryant injured his ankle last week during the game. They're saying it's not serious. I don't think he's practiced yet. The last thing I read was that he hasn't practiced, so you're gonna have to keep an eye out for that. Um, I kind of, I kind of want to say he's gonna play. Just it sounds like they're just kind of keeping him out just to rest him up. Jimmy Graham is dealing with an ankle injury, but is likely to play. C.J. Proseis is probably gonna play this week, despite a questionable tag. Paul Richardson. Also, Seattle. Seattle's pretty banged up here. Paul Richardson is questionable with a groin injury. Um, I don't know if he's practiced or not. I didn't actually see an update on him today, so I apologize for not having an update on him, but I do have him listed as one of the injuries here. For San Francisco, George Kittle, he's already been ruled out for week 10. I don't know if that really matters. I mean, George Kittle probably wasn't really owned in except for in dynasty leagues or super deep leagues. Um, San Francisco is just not getting it done on offense. Uh, We already mentioned Zay Jones injured his knee week nine and is questionable. Um, And then Jeremy Harrell injured, injured his ankle in warmups last week and is questionable moving forward. So um, I'm sure there's some other smaller injuries out there that I, that I've missed. I know like Kenny Galladay missed some time too. So Keep an eye out for him if you're hoping he's going to come back. But right now, man, Marvin Jones and Golden Tate are crushing it for that team. So I don't really need Kenny Galladay. And as an owner of both of them and across different leagues, and actually I've got both of them in the same league. It's one. Of, it's my dynasty league. I owned uh, I owned Tate, and then Marvin Jones got traded or signed with Detroit. So I had them both on the same team, and I was just like, well, screw it. I'm just going to have both of them. And uh, they're they're doing really well for me right now, so I will take it. Um, waiver wire ads. Um, so I'm not I'm, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot out there, honestly. I'm gonna give all the credit to Kevin Huo here because um, I'm just gonna run through his article here and just pick, kind of cherry pick a few names because I obviously didn't get to prepare as much as I wanted to for this show. Um, you know, Damian Williams is, is the first guy on his list, and I 100% agree. I mean, I I, I think Drake I, – I, Kenyon Drake, we all kind of thought was going to be the, the guy that was going to get most of the, the, the rushing touches, which kind of happened. But, I mean, Damian Williams, he caught a bunch of passes. He had his fair share of, of, of catches, and – <clears throat> he had his fair share of rushes as well. So, and look, he scored and he looked good doing it. Uh, Drake looked phenomenal though. I mean, I, I want to say he had like a like a nine yard. Someone said he had like a nine yards per carry at one point in that game. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that's not like he rushed nine times for 69 yards. Holy crap! Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, um, 
I did not realize it was quite that good. So, yeah, I mean, both of those guys look like they're going to be pretty decent to own. So I think you can roll with either one of them, and Williams especially in PPR leagues. Um, we mentioned Danny Woodhead last week. If he's still out there, go get him. I mean, he's going to be eligible to return next week. And I'm just going to bet that they do it. Um, the I think he'll eventually take over Buck Allen's role in that in that offense, although Buck Allen is playing pretty well all of a sudden. So maybe it's going to be a slower return for Woodhead than than we would have expected earlier. Um, Rex Burkhead is another running back that if he's out there, uh, I think you can take a chance on him. He's getting more and more involved in that offense every week now that he's back from injury. Um, so after the bye week, you know, it's, it's interesting to see how they're going to get him more involved. And I, and I think that's just what we can expect. Yeah. At this point, you can't trust Gillisley. He's been trashed since week one. Um, and, you know, James White's been decent. Deion Lewis has been decent, but Burke has been actually, one, you know, one of the better ones out there. So, um, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd snag him up here. Receivers, we got Marquise Lee. I'm actually kind of surprised to see how low his ownership is. I mean, like, especially in PPR leagues, he, you know, he's catching five, six, seven passes like almost every game. So it's pretty good there. Um, Corey Davis is still available in a bunch of leagues. Um, he looked good last year or last week, and um, I think you can you can grab him and just, you know. He's going to get better and better every week as the year goes on, if he can stay healthy. Um, so you can trust him. Rashard Matthews is, in my opinion, still going to be the number one fantasy receiver there, but I think Corey Davis is probably the better receiver. Um, it's just, you know, he's a rookie, so it's going to take time. Robert Woods, man, like, he he's he's had, like, big game, small game, big game, small game, like, he he's not gonna like really wow you, but you know he's doing well enough, especially in the, in the last few weeks. You know, like five grabs the three weeks prior to this past week, um, and then this past week he blew up and scored twice. Um, so you know, five grabs for about sixty, seventy yards for the weeks before that, though. I mean, that's pretty good in the PPR league. You know, probably like a wide receiver three flex spot. You know, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, Doxon is getting more involved with that offense. That was a money grab late in that game for him that set up the the uh, go ahead score there. Um, I'm gonna save that one for last because that's a pretty funny one. Uh, Charles Clay is coming back off the. Uh, the injury list here. Um, if he's available in your league, I think you got to go pick him up. He's not available in any of my leagues. So the one I wanted to say for last, and we, we forgot to mention it last week. I mean, I forget to mention, I kind of didn't mention it on purpose because I don't know if I really care, but Josh Gordon. Um, uh, we talked about him a little bit. Did we talk about it last week? I don't know. It wasn't on yeah. the, it wasn't on the schedule. I guess I just brought it up. Anyway, I guess he's still out there in a lot of leagues, clearly. Um, (laughs) Kevin loves him, so he, of course, in all caps, was like, we're going to pick him up everywhere. Um, I don't know. I guess if you've got 
trash on the, at the bottom of your roster, give it a shot. Oh, that's right. We talked about it because I dropped Jordan Matthews for him or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, who cares? And, of course, Jordan Matthews scores. I was like, God, are you kidding me? Or no, no, no. He, I, oh, he almost scored, but he had a he had a good game. I forget what it was, but um, whatever. That's how it he came may up, get, He may get dropped. Yeah, so, um, I, I mean – I, just looking at this list, I, I think uh, you, you kind of mentioned Robert Woods. Yeah, I, I mean he's he's been decent, but you know Sammy Watkins is still there. I still think he's the main go-to guy. But really, I mean, this team, Watkins this team, that, well, I, he has, but I, I just still think he's the most talented guy. Let me put it that way. Clearly, okay. the most I'll talented agree, guy. There. But Watkins has been Woods, bad. Yeah, but Woods, Woods has is been the more reliable. The them and Cup have catches. been the, him and Cup have been the two more reliable. Cup, that's the guy I was trying to think of. Um, but yeah, I mean he's he's been reliable. But you know Woods finally gets in the end zone last week. Um, they don't have any kind of tight end presence, so I, I do think Woods is worth a look for sure. Um, you know, especially at this point. And, and one thing that that I kind of wanted to get into tonight, I forgot to put it on the sheet or even mention it when we were going back and forth. But just depth in general. I mean, point of the season, there, there's not really much on the waiver wire because we still have a couple bye weeks. But what? What you need to be doing right now is really looking at your squad, seeing what depth you can cut at this point or what depth you can try to trade. That's the better option. If you can try to trade some of your depth and get a nice upgrade at a a weaker position, that's where you need to be going right now with this. And, And a Robert Woods could be a guy that you pick up to kind of replenish that depth because he is on the up uh, upswing. And, you know, if you have an injury, I mean, Jared Goff doesn't seem to be going anywhere, and Todd Gurley's a monster. But um, I, just, I just think that, that, that Goff's going to keep improving with, with the way that he's been going. And he had a ridiculous week last week. And, and I think there's more of that to come. Granted, it was against the hapless Giants, but you know, this is this is a good offense. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. So I really like the idea of going and getting Woods if if he's available in your leagues. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll I'll take a chance on him. And and yeah, I, I totally agree with you. At this point, like. Especially if you're in good shape, you're looking like you're going to make the playoffs. Go ahead and sell a little bit of your depth and, and try and uh, collect better pieces that can win you a championship. Because depth doesn't always doesn't really do you any good in the playoffs. You just need the guys that are going to win. So yeah, I agree with you. But I mean, I, we can get into that um, in another show. I think it's it would be a good topic for next week. Um, yeah. So let's get going here. Highest and lowest scoring game. I'll start here. I, I got my highest scoring game is the Cowboys and the Falcons. I actually don't really like a whole lot of the games on the schedule this week as far as like 
high scoring games. Honestly, I just think they're kind of bleh games. Like there's one good team and one bad team is very rare that you get two good teams. I don't know if I can consider the Falcons a good team. I think the Cowboys are, but uh, I mean, the Falcons are capable of putting up points and the Cowboys defense isn't all that great. So sure. I'll go with that one. Um, I, my lowest scoring game, there was a lot to choose from. Uh, complete opposite of the other side. I went with the Giants and the 49ers. Both offenses are just bad. I mean, both defenses are bad too, so maybe it'll surprise us. But both offenses just look atrocious. So, what you got? Yeah, my my games here, I, I, I almost just couldn't even pick a highest scoring game because the Eagles are off this week. Um, but no, I'm just kidding. The uh, the highest game I like is is New Orleans at Buffalo. Um, I mean, Buffalo's been looking good. Tyrod's playing well. He's got this new weapon in Benjamin that we haven't seen yet, so this could be a nice little coming-out party for him at home. Um, and New Orleans, I mean, these these are – this is a different New Orleans team. I mean, they're they're looking at, what, six in a row now that they've won after starting 0-2? Yeah, good, man. The and defense. Shit. <laughs> the, oh, their 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 defense has definitely come a long way, um, and and helped to get them where they are. But the the stat that I wanted to point out about them that I saw earlier today was that there was, uh, I think two other teams, and it didn't it didn't mention the teams, but two other teams that started zero and two, and won their next six games. And they both won the Super Bowl that year, so yeah. that's an interesting little caveat to to look yeah, at definitely here. Definitely an interesting stat. My uh, my lowest scoring game here is Green Bay at Chicago. Usually, this is a nice, awesome divisional matchup. It's a hard fought game, anyways. Um, you know, but both of these teams, the offenses are just not really there. Um, you know, I feel like Howard could still have a good game. Um, but Trubisky hasn't, hasn't put up big fantasy numbers yet. Uh, and Green man. Bay. Completions. That's, I mean, that's four <laughs> more than I put up, but still, um, get me a, an Xbox controller and a Madden game and I can probably top that. So, um, Nice. Yeah, he he's 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 been uh, he's been a rookie, so I, I'm okay with that. But this game in general, just does, there's nothing I like about this game. No, no, I don't like that one either. But uh, um, so sleepers here. Um, I'm looking yeah, good. Can... You stole you, you stole you stole my quarterback sleeper, so I'm kind of reaching here, but. I mean, I mean again, like the 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 bad quarterbacks are the bad quarterbacks, and they just they have bad matchups. Uh, I mean, I'll go with. I got nothing, man. You stole mine. I hated it. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with McCown. He well, he's ranked pretty high actually. I don't know if I can yeah. do that. I'm he, gonna go with Eli. I mean, he's ranked low enough that nobody wants him. But he's playing San Fran. I'll go with Eli. 
I don't love it. Don't do it. Just don't play my bad, my sleeper quarterback. I don't like it. Play AJ's. <laughs> All right. With much ado, I'll go ahead and just get rid of mine now. We're going with the one, the only, Ryan the Beard Fitzpatrick. Write that down. Dude is back at it. I mean, I, I don't know. This guy just won't go away. And it's it's hilarious because I had him in a two-quarterback league last year, and I pushed to get him over Andy Dalton, and I never heard the end of the fact that we should have taken Dalton over the beard. Um, he was horrendous for the Jets. Year, but... uh, he, he was horrendous. Yeah, he started off, he had a couple of good games, but then he just went down real quick. Um, yeah. I like him in this game because of the revenge factor. You know, the Jets are playing good ball, too. So I think they're going to come out hungry, but he knows this team. So, you know, and Evans, did we did we decided Evans is definitely out or is his appeal? Yeah, going? he's suspended. I thought I saw something yeah. that said he was going to appeal. And, he did, but, but I don't, already got denied. Oh, it already – okay, it already did. Okay, so I didn't see that news then. So that that does kind of hurt him a little bit. I, I was thinking that if he appealed and, and it didn't get heard, then he'd have him and Deshaun at his disposable, uh, you know, disposal. So now he's got Deshaun. He's got, uh, he's got Humphreys. So I still like him this week. I think he's going to be awesome. Um, if you want, I'll just run through the rest of mine while I'm at it. Running back, yeah, I'm I'm looking at uh, Orleans Darkwa. Um, now he, he's only got one touchdown on the season, um, you know. But this this is now his backfield, and you know, I I I think the Giants are in full on. Let's see what we have with what we have. Um, and then they're going to regroup at the end of the season. I mean, this is already a lost season for them. But Darkwell's looked good since he's been taken over. Uh, you know, Wayne Gallman was, was the guy for a minute, and that went by. So, you know, Paul Perkins is back, but he's still not doing anything to take this over. Uh, receiver, I'm looking at DeAndre Hopkins. Um, he, he, he did get in the end zone last week, and... and you know, got Savage's first touchdown, but Savage just looks bad. There's nothing about him that lives up to his name. So I just think that uh, I think you got to look elsewhere for receiver. Yeah, and the only thing you got to say about Hopkins is that he saw what sixteen targets. That's yeah, absurd. he did have a lot, and that's why it's. That, I mean, it's. It's it a lot of garbage. Call, but yeah, I. I I'm. I don't one. disagree. I don't disagree with you, honestly. Like it's. I don't love anything about that Houston offense moving forward. So, um, my, my um, what are we? What are we doing first? Are we doing sleepers? We're doing sleepers, yeah. You oh, well, you're at running back. My, I, I swapped all my stuff. Um, oh yeah. All right. Well, read your busts as your sleepers. 
Well, you must have done bust too. How did you have DeAndre Hopkins in your sleepers? Oh yeah, my bad. DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins bust too. is a clear bust. <laughs> yeah, Fitzgerald. No, well Fitzgerald. I was gonna say that bust. doesn't make any damn sense. The hell was I dumb? What did you? What did Scratch you do? everything I said about you Hopkins. You just confused the hell out of me. That's why I wrote down the wrong things. Damn you! This is what happens when we do this last second. Were you doing sleepers or were you doing busts? No, I was doing sleepers. My sleeper will be uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Done and done. All right. You failed. Um, (laughs) I haven't even done mine yet, and you failed worse than me. Um, My sleeper is going to be Martavis Bryant because I'm going to go right back against you because Martavis Bryant is going to come back and be pissed off for being benched, and he's going to play great um, against a crappy Houston defense. Uh, Indy defense, sorry. My sleeper running back, because I wrote this down backwards, I almost said the wrong thing, um, he's going to be Devontae Booker. Um, C.J. Anderson just isn't good, and, and I'll give away my bus running back right now. It's going to be C.J. Anderson. I mean, C.J. Anderson looks terrible. Uh, this happens every year. He starts out like, you know, starts off great and then just loses it. And who knows? I don't know what's going on with C.J. Anderson. This happens every single year. So, and he's kind of banged up. So, I am off the C.J. Anderson train, onto the Devontae Booker train. Um, you know, a little bit of Jamal Charles mixed in there, but I, I, I'm more about the Devontae Booker. I mean, the, the offense is terrible regardless, so I don't know if I really want to use any of them, but if you're kind of stuck, like, Devontae Booker's probably super cheap and available everywhere, and if you've got bi-week needs, like, probably do a whole lot worse. So, that's what I got going on there. So, do you want to give your actual busts? (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'll change Juju Smith-Schuster, because I forgot about the Bryant thing, so I kind of agree he's going to have a bigger game. Um, I'm going to go with Alvin Juju Smith-Schuster's number 21. Ranked number 21 yeah. of fantasy pros. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, man, that's not going to work. Aldrick no. Robertson filling in for the IR bound or already there, Pierre Garçon um, going against the Giants. I just talked about how bad they are, so, yeah, go with that. Uh, busts. Carson Wentz. Um, I mean, he's got to be the biggest. Bust. He's got to be the biggest bust of this week because he's on the bye. God, he's going to get a zero. Play him. <laughs> he cannot play him. Well, at least he can't get negative points, but I don't see him getting negative points at all ever this year. His interceptions are still probably worth three points in fantasy. Um, that's how good he is. Anyway, uh, yes, that uh, was horrible. The Eagles, man. Whatever. I own him in, I own him in, my, in my dynasty league, and I'm yeah. loving it. <laughs> talk to me talk to me in uh you know the divisional round of the playoffs when we go out like Dallas and then I'll just have no hope ever again. Um anyway, uh yeah, Big Ben is actually my my quarterback bust. Um I know we just talked about Schuster, we talked about Bryant. Well, the guy throwing to them hasn't been that good this year. Uh I I I still think this team literally runs through Bell um and has been. I mean, the receivers have gotten points, um, but 
Ben just hasn't looked great this year. So even going up against a weak opponent in Indy, who's sort of coming on a little bit more, uh, I'm I'm calling him out. Um, running back, I know I just talked about Todd Gurley being a beast, but he's my call for this week. I mean, Houston has a legit rushing defense and or defense against opposing running backs. They haven't allowed a touchdown since week one, and they've only allowed 200-plus yard games, week one being one of them, and I think week five uh, or six when they played uh, against Kansas City. So there's still a good defense. I think the Rams are going to steamroll Houston this week, but uh, I just think Gurley isn't going to blow up like he has. Um, Receiver bust. Uh, I already talked about Hopkins, but I'm actually going to go with Larry Fitzgerald here. Um, yeah, Seattle's still got a, a good, good defense, uh, good corners, good safeties. Just don't like the matchup for Fitz. Yeah. All right. Um, so my quarterback bust is going to be Drew Brees. I had I had Tyrod on there. I don't love him either, but I like Drew Brees a little. I, I think he could actually be more of a letdown than than Tyrod. Tyrod has a little bit more of a floor just because of the rushing yards. Uh, Brees, I mean, he's been kind of up and down all year. I mean, he's had some, like, 12-point games. Like, it's just kind of weird. Um, and Buffalo's defense is pretty legit, dude. Uh, except, except for last Thursday against the Jets of all teams. Um, yeah. They just – weird game that was. I mean, it, dude, we should have seen it coming with Thursday. Like, what was that? Uh, that this week nine was just going to be one of the wackiest weeks we've seen in a long time. Uh, but, yeah, so Drew Brees is my is my bus quarterback. C.J. Anderson is my running back, as I said before, so not much to talk about there. And my receiver is going to be T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I know everybody's on the back on the T.Y. train, and for good reason. I mean, the guy's number two in receiving yards in the NFL. But, I mean, let's be honest. It's really like three monster weeks, and then everything else has been like, oh, my God, what do I do with T.Y. Hilton? <laughs> um I mean, he's got, he's got three weeks of over 150 yards. Two of those are over 175 yards. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Uh, everything else, he hasn't topped 57 yards. In fact, he's been under 30. It's 30 or less in four of them. I mean, it's just bad. Like, good or bad every week. And Pittsburgh has a good defense. So, I'm just going to go with T.Y. Hilton's going to fall you know, just kind of crumble again. Um, my defense to stream this week is going to be the Chicago Bears. They are, like, basically not owned in any league. And they get the Green Bay Packers, who don't who don't really have an offense right now without Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going with Chicago. Yeah, I'm going, um, I'm going with the New England Patriots here. Uh, surprisingly, they're only owned in 35.5% of ESPN leagues. Um, we talked about how bad Denver's been uh, and how bad they were this past week. 
My guess is that Osweiler still gets the start this week. I think Paxton Lynch still isn't 100%, at least from the coach's side of it. From his side, he's ready to play, but I think it's going to be more more the brocculator, and um, it's just going to be a, a bad, bad game for Denver, and I think Patriots D is finally going to step up again and and play well. Yeah, no, I like the New England defense a lot too this week. Um, there's a bunch of defenses I like this week, but Chicago's only in like three percent of league, so I figured I'd just yeah. roll with them as a as a good defensive stream here. Um, I got a couple Twitter questions actually, so let's, let's get to those. Um, cue up the music if I can get it. What did I do here? Ah, uh, screwed up this stupid studio. I don't know what I've done. I, like, minimized it, and it brought it back, and all the play buttons are gone. There they are. Who knows what this thing does? Paul Talk Radio. Good Lord. All right. Um, got a couple of basketball questions, actually. So, the question is, he asked for, so I guess it's, I would be trading Kuzma, Griffin, and D'Angelo Russell for John Wall, Ben Simmons, and Rodney Hood. This is a slam dunk yes in my book. Like, uh, you take wow. the Wall and Simmons side. Yeah, holy cow. <laughs> can I be in your league where I can just, like, trade rate people all day long? And people are asking for this? Like, what? That's amazing. Uh, I mean, I know Kuzma is good, but... He's been good, but... Blake Griffin's going to get hurt because he always does. D'Angelo Russell, I mean, the usage rate is up for D'Angelo Russell, and he's been—I mean, he's been good. But oh, I want John Wall, Ben Simmons, all day, every day in that. And Rodney Hood, like, he's eventually going to figure out how to shoot again. Like, this is just okay. Um, yeah. uh, I have another one. Let's do a defensive streamer. So, options. New York Giants, Bears, Steelers, Patriots, Bucks, Jets. Oh, my God, there's too many. I'm going to stop it at, like, four. So, Giants, Bears, Steelers, Patriots, Bucks. That's five. Pick a defense for this week. All right. How many? What? Jesus Christ. Which ones again? Pick one. So, the Giants, the Bears, okay. the Steelers, the Patriots, or the Bucks. Pick the best defense this week. Well, I already said the Patriots was my pick, so I'm going to stick well, with that. Okay, but <laughs> the best players. defense. Yeah, the best defense out of those. Not, not. It doesn't have to be because my streamer is on there too, and they would not be my pick out of that group. Assuming. Um, I I, I kind of like. I, I kind of actually don't like the Steelers defense. Um. Who was it before Patriots? Steelers. <laughs> was it before Steelers? Chicago. Bears. And the Giants. And the, the Giants get San Fran. Who are the Bucks get? I forget. I'm blanking Bucks on who they're playing. The Jets, yeah. The yeah, Jets are I on here, too. The Jets still, are an option. I still like the Patriots. I think the Patriots are the best okay. defense. Fair enough. 
My pick is the Steelers, just because I just think their defense is good and they're going to shut down Indy. So, out of those, and I think the Steelers are too highly owned to be considered a streamer pick, so that's why I did not pick yeah. them. Um, so, yeah. I've got other ones, but they're old. Uh, they're, oh, they're start-sit questions from week nine. So, those are old and not yeah, relevant anymore. So, yeah. we will call it a day. So, yeah, sorry uh, for the uh, kind of mass confusion on this show today. Uh, but we got through it. Hopefully, we helped you for week 10. And if not, hit us up on Twitter at Fancy Six Pack. AJ, what's yours? At Apple Garth Algar. All right. So, 240 characters. Oh yes, if you, if you if you tweet at me with over 140 characters, I won't respond. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will count. Yeah, I will count That'd them, and I will be very very angry at you. Um. So anyway, oh by the way, you and I are playing each other in fantasy basketball this week. I know. Oh, in basketball or? Yes, it is basketball. It is or basketball. We... Yes, we're tied right now, four four to one. Are we? Um. Oh, well, because you didn't have anybody Monday, and then now I don't I have, have like anybody nobody Monday. And my I don't even know if I set up. my damn lineup today. My team was supposed to I blow didn't. up this week. <laughs> Great. Son of a bitch. Today. You didn't After you just put that today? No, dude, I was slammed today. I didn't have time to even look at it. I usually go through Ooh. on Sunday night and set it. Alfred Damn is dude. back, and I got 11 assists today. What the hell, Alex Len? Come on, isn't Tyson Chandler hurt today? And you you have given me one rebound. Well, <sighs> that's better than the twenty three points that I got out of uh, Harris on my bench, Tobias Harris, uh, and his Ooh. five three pointers. Well, uh, oh, you want to know why Len has gotten me zero points and one rebound in seven minutes and a whole half? Because he has three personal fouls. Thank you, Hassan Whiteside, who you own. Yeah, Great. <laughs> yeah Hassan Whiteside is just owning him. Um, and Whiteside is also on my bench. Uh, Duran is in my lineup, will not play Wednesday because of a thigh contusion. Uh, DeMontis Sabanis also not playing for tonight. God damn it. Well, so oh, yeah, wait, now I, I'm probably... Oh, yeah. So, so oh, now I'm beating you six one. To, now I'm beating you six one to two. Yeah, well you're Thanks. welcome. I appreciate that, man. Good. I'm gonna uh, extend my first place lead after beating you now. So that's good. Um, you're, you're me. I mean, you you may have taken the lead. It's only Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thinking that. You can keep thinking uh, that. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will indeed. I still just can't believe it. I forget who dropped Alfred Payton, but I was like, I'll sit on Alfred Payton for uh, I, yeah, for a couple saw of that. weeks. Oh, it was Richard. <laughs> no, it was Richard. I think it. Yeah, it was. I think it was Dennis. It was Dennis. Yeah, it's Dennis. Was it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah Richard re- wouldn't. Richard wouldn't no, drop no. him. Richard knows better than to do that. I'm, and I'm surprised. I. 
I would have thought Dennis was better than that too. Maybe he thought he was like out like super long term. And he, look, he was. He was out for like two weeks. He was out a lot longer than I thought he was going to be. I thought it was going to be like three games. So I just sat on him and I kept. I mean, I've only lost five categories in three weeks, so I've been I've been okay. Um, so I finally punted Nerlens Noel because he's been playing like ten minutes a game, and I'm just tired of him. Snagged up Len for today to get some extra rebounds. That's not working out so great for me. Um, so we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, we should put a wager on this on the side. See, uh, see what we can do here. I gotta put a wager on it now that I've got injured guys that are playing, and I didn't even <laughs> start a lineup tonight. You just talked shit that you were gonna still beat me. Yeah, well, I'm not talking. You can't do that and then not... and then not back it up. All right, anyway, All right, you already fine. owe me a beer. You already owe me a beer anyway. I forget what it was fine. for. It was some random bet that we had. Uh, um, uh, a fantasy. Football matchup or something? No, no, no. no. It was uh, <sighs> I can't remember now. I, I know I what it was. I have to go back and listen to the show. It was like I feel like it was like a trivia question or something, and you got it yeah. wrong. So I was like, ha ha ha! You owe me a beer. Or, oh no, no, no! It was the mock draft thing no. that we did during the preseason. Mock draft, yes. That's what it was, yeah. and I beat you by like three points. <laughs> That was yeah. Uh, that was pretty good. That, so yeah, it was, it was it was a basketball mock, wasn't it? No, it was definitely football mock. But uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we we've, we we've rambled on and probably bored everybody to death here. So we will close it up. And uh, again, good luck in week ten. And hit us up on Twitter. All good right, night, everyone.